Welcome to another Friday update video. Got a lot of really great questions. I want to thank those who participated and submitted questions. We're getting a lot more engagement and I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I know that many of you have investments across uh, different spectrums and this is just one. So again, thank you for taking the time to reach out to us. And as you can tell, we've been working on uh, making sure that we have the medium and the apparatus in place to communicate to our shareholders. So let's just jump right into it. First question, is Uplist still on schedule for Q2? So Uplist is dependent on many variables, audits, S1, et cetera. Once these audits are done and we submit the S1, or I should say once I have the audits are done, I'll have a clearer picture on when the S1 will be submitted. And then once the S1 is submitted and we go through the first round of comments, and I know some of you are gonna sharpshoot me, it's not a guarantee you get comments, it's a 99% chance. No, no one that I've ever heard of gets approved first first time around. So we'll probably get, you know, two to three rounds of comments. That'll take a couple of months, estimated three to four months, and then we would go ahead and uplist. In the meantime, I've decided, and I know I mentioned this previously, last year we were kind of mulling it over, but I've already decided on this. Any lag time we have while we're waiting post audits, we are going to go to the QB. I've already been in contact with OTC. We've already discussed this internally. So that is definitely going to happen. When that's going to happen, I don't want to give any guidance. There's, and I'm going to do a video on audits and, and get a little more specific uh, so that people understand that. Give me a week or two. I'll, I'll get that video to you. I got a couple of things we've got to get out to you. Uh, but the audits, when, you, when you're dealing with a public holding company that has multiple subsidiaries, you, you have to be able to uh, account or audit these companies specific to each company, not all the same. Not all of them are gonna have inventory, uh, different types of inventory, different locations. So these are things, I'll go into that in the video, I don't wanna do that now. But as of right now, we are progressing forward. Give me a couple of weeks, uh, and by a couple of weeks, you know, let, let, let's look more into uh, mid-March uh, to the latter part of March before we can really, really safely estimate on where we are with that. I'll be very honest with you, I'm not in a hurry to do that. It's not the highest priority. For me, the highest priority is I need to get these audits done. I'm sure many of you understand the reason for that, especially if you've watched the Capital Market series uh, that we did. But I, I need to, to get that done, and I also need to move forward. I, I don't want to get too far down the road on this one, but we have multiple subsidiaries launching either wholly or new products, and I need to focus more on the revenues and then when, we, when we're ready uh, to uplist, we would do that. It's not that I'm deprioritizing that, it's just that you have to do these things in order and I need to make sure that we, and it's all happening at one time, right? So the, the first quarter of this year is really jam-packed with quite a bit. Uh, it's been pretty hectic as I'm sure some of you know. Okay, so town hall timing. Town hall timing, I, I, I think I've said this many, many times and I know that we've kind of kicked the can down the road, if you will. It was not that we don't want to do it. The town hall is going to be done after certain um, announcements are made and we make progress in a couple of areas. The reason being for that is I want to make sure that we get everything out the door so that those questions can get answered. I don't want to do a town hall today and then in a week or two when we make all these other announcements, that entire, uh, those entire events are completely ignored. I don't think that's beneficial, and I think it'll be a little insincere 
or disingenuous uh, to, from, the, from the company's point of view to the shareholders. I, I don't think we need to make sure that when we do a town hall, it's as comprehensive as possible. And I'm sure many of you noticed, I'm looking to expand our engagement with shareholders in a way that you normally don't see. Now, I'm sure many of you noticed we've been building up uh, YouTube and they've been doing great. I think we're heading into the one year anniversary on YouTube. We've got over 17,000 views. So this tells me people are watching it. Uh, we need to get more, more folks signed on uh, or subscribed, if you will, to YouTube, mainly the shareholders. That's what I'm focusing in. This is not necessarily a, um, uh, a marketing tool for, from, from my point of view. I'm sure that the people in social media <laughs> and retail would disagree with me. But for me, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, you know, I know we've engaged on stock twits. These are tools for me to speak directly to the shareholders. I want to make sure that I'm able to communicate directly to them so they know what's going on with their company. Uh, and it, it could be used for other things, I'm sure. But for me, this has to be a resource where shareholders can go to, to go to this resource and get uh, the you know accurate, no frills information, get the facts out to them. So uh, the, the town hall is, is a part of that. I wanna make sure that we're engaged and we're getting you know as accurate data as possible uh, to the shareholders. This kind of lead, I don't know when to ask this, but I'm going to lead into it. Probably I, I, <laughs> people are going to give me a hard time over this, but it's important. So last night I was editing the shareholder letter and I know we were going to do it last year. There's a lot of things in the shareholder letter that have not been announced yet. So I need to make sure, uh, that we execute on a few things and then we can put the shareholder letter. When's it going to go out? March, I, I can almost guarantee March, uh, towards the end of March, or by March, the end of March, you'll have the letter. Uh, I'm getting it all uh, edited out now. It'll go up through the ranks, if you will, uh, for uh, you know revisions or comments, and then we'll get it approved through legal, and then it's going out the door. Uh, I expect to have everything that we wanted to get done in Q1 of this year and uh, Q4 of last year to be completed in this quarter. So the shareholder is going to be going out. So that for me, that'll be one more thing I get to take off the whiteboard here that's been sitting there far too long. So uh, last year, as you know, was foundational, structural, we're setting things up. This year is about revenues. We had some carryover uh, and we are, this isn't a situation where we can't walk and chew gum at the same time. We have been executing on the business objectives for 2022 Q1 without delay. We are just all, we've also added some of the things that we need to uh, tie up for Q4 that we weren't able to execute on or get information out or do. We were, we're tying that up in Q1. So Q1 is, is um, double tasked to, to get uh, these things or these items off the, uh, or checked off. So uh, look for that by the end of the, the, uh, the quarter. Any updates on future? on future of antimicrobial tech. Yes, actually. So as many of you know, uh, and this is one, of, and I'm gonna to touch on two points here, because that's a really great question that I think we've only touched on maybe once uh, last year, early last year. So as many of you have asked, and, and probably still recall, we are going to be progressing to the point where we would have someone uh, take over the chief executive position of a public company so that I could focus strictly on UAT and special projects. So uh, 
and there's a reason for that, right? So uh, UAT will be launching the uh, Hygieia tech stuff that people, they're referring to as far as the textiles and a few other things uh, later in the year. The reason being is I am assisting the other uh, companies in getting to where we need to be because as you know, we have an objective for Q1 and I need to make sure that uh, all hands on, are on deck and that we are getting executed on that. So to answer your question uh, bluntly, we do have plans. I don't want to get into that right now in case there's any delays on some of the other things we're working on, but the intention is to get the full suite out the door uh, so that we can build that, that uh, revenue up for UAT. But there's also some other things that stem off of that that I don't want to get into now. And then of course, we'd have multiple products or we refer internally as SKUs, uh, going into uh, this year's holidays towards the end of the year. So we'll be able to uh, build that up, okay? Any updates? Uh, okay. Wind turbine, there was some questions on the wind turbine apparently. So the wind turbine, which ties into the EV stations, it, we're not going, so that was pushed out past Q1 of this year only because we had the carryover and we had the focus of revenues for Q1. We will be revisiting that. We already have um, tentative agreements with multiple sites, if you will, to put those out. We just haven't been able to focus on those specific, uh, or, the, or I should say the manufacturing of those specific items. So that is the one item that I could say we would be delayed on only because it was a choice. You could only do so much at once. And we had further, we had things that were further down uh, the uh, progress line, and, and also closer to revenue. So, as I've said many, many times, this year is about uh, increasing the revenues. So we will get to that. That's not a dead project by any means. Because I see one of the questions here was it if we've abandoned that? No, that that tech is actually part of quite a bit uh, that we're going to be jumping into for the next several years. There's quite a bit that goes into that. You're talking about a, a wind turn that's accompanied by the the, uh, the power cell or the type of battery that we have. That's tied to many different things. I don't want to get into that in this video, but that has implications just not only in green tech, but in defense and aerospace. There's a lot of things that we're jumping down uh, that rabbit hole with. And then also when you look at some of the technologies associated that associated with the Helix, there's a lot that goes in there that I think many people have overlooked just to make that work. That that unit is much more than just a wind turbine. I know we have the difference between the, the Helix wind turbine and the Helix power station. Those are, those are different things, uh, although they look similar. Uh, one generates a significant amount more of power. We'll get into that, and that technology, that goes beyond several uh, companies here within the uh, group of companies. So we'll get into that down the road. Right now, I just need to focus on audits and revenues. That's Those are the things that we're, we're gonna be focusing on and we need to get those completed this quarter. Okay, so our Ossifix, Nextcast, and Bacter Scientific, all pre-revenue companies as of February 3rd, or do they offer other products that produce revenue other than the main products we know of? Oh, does Baxter sell anything else than other than Novi? Have you been to the website? There's several things listed there <laughs> where there should be. I, I will double check, but yes, 
Bacta was not actually going to be launched on Novi, ironically, but they do uh, sell things. They, there's something called P-TECH. That is for catheter patients, and I know I've discussed this before, but that is a much bigger, that is one of these things, I just, it, it's, it's shocking to me, it keeps getting overlooked. They're going to be pushing that out uh, hopefully later in the year, but that is for uh, detecting infection in catheter patients. That is a huge problem, and for those out there that, uh, you know, like to do a little bit of homework, go research uh, 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 inf uh, infection, urinary tract infections in catheter patients. The, the, it, it is startling. Uh, it's very, very common and causes very serious complications uh, and death, unfortunately. And this particular technology is going to be made very accessible. We, we're using some very specific manufacturing techniques to keep the cost down so we can make these things available and disposable where there should be no excuse a hospital does not use this. This is going to detect an infection sooner than any other process they, they have currently available to them. So this will detect it as it is occurring. This is a very big deal. PTEX is a huge deal, one that I am fully supportive of and, and told Bacter uh, and, and the team there, whatever we can do to assist getting you getting you to get this out the door, it's a big deal. That, that is a huge market. I cannot emphasize that enough. Novi. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll touch on Novi in a minute. Okay, so Ossifix, next guest back. So Ossifix, I'm going to have an update for you very, very soon. I, it's, it's not that I don't wanna share it with you. I just don't wanna get ahead of certain things. We have progressed significantly in Ossifix. And we are getting ready to launch that. I will get into specifics on revenues, contracts, and all that potentially next week. Don't hold me to that. These are, this is not, so let me just be specific. They're launching with a bone pin. It's a very, very small little pin uh, for bone fractures. We'll get into specifics down the road. But, and I've gone into this a little bit previously, but uh, that is what they're launching with. We went through all the testing. Uh, we, we did the, um, and I'll, I'll see if I can get some pictures for you because I think some of you might find it interesting at least. But they they have you know like a, a polycarbonate bone, a mock mockup of a bone that's been fractured that they use for the plating system, the pins to demonstrate how it works. Uh, and then they did it on cadavers and and, and uh, out of real bone and some 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 adjustments had to be made. So they've done all of that. And as of this morning, we are in queue uh, for manufacturing for the first run. We have not confirmed, let me be very clear, we have not confirmed, which is what I've been waiting for, the date in which we will be, uh, which we will begin the manufacturing of the first run. First run, I, I believe was 200, 200 units. They are going to be increasing it to 2,000. There's a very significant demand for this. And in fact, one of the reasons I have not released the video that I did, or, or the video call I did with uh, Mark over at Ossifix was because he had mentioned a few things that we haven't announced yet. So we're holding that video back. It'll probably go out next week. And that's one of the questions, <laughs> ironically, they want to know because I mentioned it. We will get that out. I just don't want to get ahead of press releases and I don't want to build uh, an expectation that we're not able to fulfill. So we just announced uh, the, the contracts with H2O and 
you, you can count on that to be more of what we do moving forward. I don't want to talk about what we potentially might have possibly. I, I want to start closing these things out, getting them off my whiteboard. I, right now I have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. You know, at this point, a dozen uh, press statements that are already pre-drafted and will need to be adjusted as we get closer to the release date that I need to get out the door. So this year, uh, much to my chagrin, I, I don't, I'm, as many of you know, I'm not a big fan of putting out a, a plethora of press releases. This is not something that I want to do in volume. It's just that right now we have a lot going on because we have the carryover from last year. So we have, I have to get all this out the door. It's requirements, disclosure, it's a material change to what's going on with the company, uh, significant revenues. I need to get all this out the door and behind me. And I need to make sure that we're at a certain point by June. Uh, and I know that seems like far away, but trust me, it's, it's not. Uh, so Ossifix, I will have an update for you shortly. Uh, Nextcast, they are literally trailing Ossifix. I mean, they were right behind them. There was an adjustment that was requested on tooling, which is why we don't go from, uh, we, don't, we don't immediately jump into a manufacturing tooling, a production run tooling, we do the prototype tooling. There was a change that needed to be made. And when I say change, you're talking about things that are made within millimeters because as these things are come off and put together, fit together, the tolerances are very, very tight, especially on Nextcast. Uh, I don't want to get into specifics on that, but that technology requires very tight tolerances. So, and they actually found a way to manufacture this in a way that would be less expensive. So I'm definitely happy about that. <laughs> so uh, back to scientific, I think we touched on that. I'm going to go into back to here uh, momentarily. Uh, and I touched on Ossifix. There was a question about Ossifix uh, status on the video. All right, so we'll talk about back here now. Might as well not because they're asking about the 510K. Okay, so the 510K is being put together. There's many components to the 510K. We're getting that together. This is for the U.S. market. Where are we at with the EUA? I'll be honest with you. That is still tracking the way it's always been. I'm not focused on that. And I think it's um, not prudent to, to allocate too much time uh, or to count on the EUA. They are moving in a, in a, in a way that does not necessarily equate to the pace that we would like. So we're just going to file a 510K uh, for approval for the FDA rather than get emergency use. By the way, an EUA is not approval. That's just a temporary measure. And I view it as a waste of time at this point because we've gone through a year of this and we have not made progress. We still get the emails bi-weekly. We're still in queue, a variation of that of such language. So I've directed them that this really needs to go to a 510K. They're getting that together. That's not the thing that I'm most focused on. So, Novi. Yes, we've engaged the distributor uh, that will distribute in India, uh, that will also be able to manufacture in India for the Indian market. We will manufacture in the United States for the United States market, but you have to understand before people start sharpshooting me, why are you manufacturing in India? We could do it here and sell it there. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, the price point will not fly in India. It's a, it's a completely different market. In order to do that, it has to be less expensive. And the only way to do that is to lower our manufacturing costs. We have some very hard costs. So we will lower our costs by manufacturing there. 
and that will lower their retail costs, which will make it much more appealing. You got to understand, there's uh, around 1.4 billion people uh, in India. It's a much bigger market uh, for us than even here in the United States. It's not to say that I don't want to focus on the United States. I do. It's just the lag time has been uh, just inefficient, and it's it's really not in our best interest to keep uh, waiting on one thing. We need to move forward. So that's what we're doing. So we've engaged them. NDAs have been signed. We're going back and forth on a few things. We are getting them, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're getting them five or six units that are fully functioning, ready to go with the upgrades. So what did we upgrade? The sample tube, I will not get into specifics because there's some patents that need to be filed on that and that'll be proprietary. But that tube is now gonna be capable of running several tests instead of just one or two. And that's as far as I want to get into that. So we will be able to cycle tests multiple times, which will bring the accuracy beyond anything that is currently available. The next thing is he went to a, a color a color touchscreen that was uh, much more responsive. There was a little lagged, and I just didn't particularly care for it, to be honest with you. Uh, the user interface I felt could be better, and uh, it is now. So they're doing that. Uh, the battery components that will be going overseas will not be... The power cell, I think, for obvious reasons, but we're not going to supply that overseas. But we are working on a variation that potentially could work almost as well. Uh, it will be better than any battery, that's for sure, any lithium battery. But that will uh, hopefully uh, get to go in there. And that's a project we're doing between UAT and Bacter. And then uh, the other change was the way the clamshell cl uh, clicked together, the, the top and the bottom, the front and the back, if you will. Uh, and then, and also the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth capability. So that's that's what's changed. Those will be going out. Uh, I think the Wi-Fi is going to be, and the, and the uh, Bluetooth will be more relevant here in the United States, uh, just so we can get prescriptions or the results of the doctors. Doctors can EMR prescriptions, and pharmacies can deliver uh, medications as a result of the uh, test, depending on what test you take. So many focus on COVID, but I can't stress enough, far more than COVID, uh, that this will test for. Uh, status of the acquisitions, I'm not going to get into that. Um, I understand that we mentioned the potential. Uh, I've got a lot going on right now, and so does the company, and I don't think that is something that we need to uh, focus on. Things, certain things are ongoing. Some things are concluded, and we'll make announcements on those uh, when it's prudent or convenient to do so. Uh, okay. Manufacturing, update on the H2O joint venture. I'm not going to get into that. There'll be some announcements later, uh, and we'll, we'll get into it then. Okay, so they wanted us to elaborate on the uh, last uh, press release, $7.6 million uh, in revenues for that company. So there is a company, I know some people ask the name, there, to release the name of another company, we're, gonna, we're going through a process where that would become okay to do that. That's a legal process. They have to agree to it. You've got to go through all the, both legal teams are going to be discussing that. I don't know how long, but we, I want to make sure that the focus is on our company and not what they they feel the, the cachet of another company adds to this. Revenues are revenues. This is what we've been working towards, and it's a good thing. The contract, I know it's a year long. We wanted to see, we wanted to hold off and make sure there was some performance there. They did, so now we announced that contract. Getting into specifics, uh, three total units. Uh, for that, that's the mobile unit that many have seen in the pictures, where it's the three tractor trailers and 
essentially the command center, which is what a travel bus, um, a tour, not a tour bus, uh, but one of those buses. You, you can go to the website and see the pictures. But uh, asking if there's going to be any other contracts is not something I want to get into. I see that question. So we are working on more contracts. We are hopefully uh, coming to their conclusions sooner rather than later, and we'll be announcing that. I think we're, we're probably pretty close to announcing on a few others, and we'll get that out to you as soon as possible when they're ready. Keep in mind that tomorrow, uh, one that we think is completed or towards the end, might either go all the way back to the beginning because of uh, one, one change requested that maybe we can't agree on, or just dissolves entirely. I, I think dissolving entirely is probably uh, unrealistic because of the technology and the interest level. We are contacted at this point almost daily from different um, different companies that do anything from oil and gas and mining uh, to several other things I was pretty interested in that perhaps we didn't think of targeting initially. So a lot of interest uh, in this particular technology and it's moving very well. We are looking for additional facilities here in Tampa. Eventually, we're going to re relocate most of H2, H2O to the Tampa area, along with several other companies that will have operations here at our own headquarters. We're looking at a temporary building and that we can expand into, as well as land that we can build, uh, build out of headquarters. We're, we're going to need quite a bit of acreage uh, because I want to control all of the manufacturing. Uh, and I think I went into that in a previous video. But having all the manufacturing and processing here, even of raw materials, will save us money and time in the long run. So that's what I'll be working towards over the next couple of years with, uh, with the corporate headquarters. Something about the demo. It's an odd way to phrase this question. Okay. Oh, the demonstration units generating efficiency. They're asking about the demonstration units. So demonstration units are much smaller. They're compact. They process a lot less volume of water, and they're going to be one truck, essentially. That truck is just to demonstrate maybe proof of principle, or proof of concept, proof of technology, to label it, so that we can go on site, demonstrate it. They can test it on site. The tabletop units are almost complete. I think Stan was waiting on the fiberglass to come in and some of the programming uh, that needed to be done, uh, if I'm not mistaken. The DAF's done. I think there's a bunch of stuff that's done. Don't, don't hold me to that. We've had many conversations. I'm not 100% sure where we are on uh, the table top unit, but it's going to be done shortly. You're talking about a week or two, this thing will be completed. Uh, they're going to be doing several others, as a matter of fact, now. We're supposed to just do one. Now they're going to do three, four, five of the ones that they're talking about to get them out to different locations. Um, this demo truck would have this technology incorporated into it so that they can uh, process and test the resulting uh, water uh, right on site. So it's more of a sales tool, if you will, but it's also going to show, give uh, miners and drillers and other, many, other uh, uh, companies an idea of what some of their options are, because this thing is very dynamic. It can be customized to do almost anything. Taking metals out of water is very big right now, and apparently we're the only ones that can do it, especially with, with this price tag, which I know many say, well, it's a pretty big price tag. It is far less than what, what, what is available. Uh, and there's nothing mobile. There, there are no mobile units that can do it. Uh, the Dreaming Company. Status on the Dreaming Company. Okay, Dreaming Company is pretty straightforward. Um, they're up 84% year to date. 
They are on track for a 66% uh, increase, uh, which is just, you know, they're going to surpass uh, their previous revenues uh, and their growth target of, of 66%, probably mid-year-ish. I mean, they are really doing a great job. They've, uh, a lot of this is, in, is due to, uh, or at least in part due to the three new SKUs that they've added. And I know that they're adding um, a few more. They've invested heavily uh, in new product and product development. Uh, you know, and they've also just expanded into Canada, we announced. So this, I expect 2022 to be, you know, another uh, stellar year. And I think it'll be another historical year for them. I know that the company is only a year and a half old, but they are, they're doing great. Uh, there's, there's, uh, I know people want to see revenues and everything else. We'll, we'll get those out to you. I know the, uh, we're probably another couple of weeks away from the, the year end going out, and then we'll be going into Q1 uh, disclosures. So, you know, give, give, see where we are. Give us a couple of uh, months, and then, you know, circle back to us on some of these questions. Performance has been great across the board. I, I really have to say, um, please, with everyone. Okay, so that's it for all of the questions. I apologize for the length of the video. I really wanted to keep it down shorter, but uh, we got a lot of questions, and there were a lot of things that, that were uh, pretty, pretty important to touch on. So I'll talk to you next time. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do another video next week. It just depends on what, what we push out the door and if we get a lot of questions. Uh, but maybe the week after we'll do another. I'm not going to do one every Friday, especially since lately my Fridays have just been, you know, Mondays or Fridays for me are the worst days of the week. They are the most busy. So if we don't do a video next Friday, it'll probably be the week after or something like that. Okay. Any other questions, always reach out to us. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for all of your input. Thank you for all of your support. I, I the, the social media team shares it across all the companies with everyone, and it is genuinely appreciated. So thank you very much, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.